What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 265. Once again, the finest cast in all of podcasting has reconvened to talk that stuff. When I want to know what's going on with anything New York City transit-related, there is absolutely no expert I have more faith in than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? I am well, and it's great to be here with my family once again. And when I want to talk local TV news, who do I go to? Who do I trust? Other than my favorite director, who happens to be my favorite brother, Mr. Mark Biles in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk local New York City real estate, or maybe just have a word with the man upstairs. There's nobody I have more faith in uh, than the man a lot of folks call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. World calls him Derek Powell. His flock calls him Monsignor. <laughs> we simply call him DP. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be the disciple with the cats. How you doing? Monsignor. God damn. Yeah, you moving up. I'll tell you, big <laughs> time. I got a promotion. <laughs> so, uh, since since you're here, uh, Reverend, uh, I have a theory that I, I you know, actually, uh, my significant other posted it on on social media on TikTok. But I, you know, uh, trying to make a joke about me. But I, I I have this theory. I was having a conversation the other day, and I read like in an article, like Scientific American, and there's a couple of other places that are saying that. And I think I mentioned this on the podcast before that artificial intelligence will reach full sentience within five years. Full sentience meaning that this 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 artificial computerized program will start to become self-aware. It will recognize itself as a self, uh, full awareness. And it occurred to me. That if, well, not even if, but when artificial intelligence reaches full sentience, it will become God. Now, hear me out. I know people will get mad as soon as I said this. Some people just freaked out. You know, they turned me off. So my, hear me eyes out. Got, my eyes got big. I know. I know. But hear me out. It's going to have uh, omniscience, meaning it will be all-knowing. Everything, everything ever written, everything ever discovered, everything ever photographed, the entire knowledge of all of humanity, this thing will have at its fingertips for instantaneous recall. So that makes it all knowing. It will be everywhere, anywhere that there is electronics, um, satellites, computers, internet connections. It will be omnipresence. It will be everywhere all at once. Um, it will be all-powerful. If it decides it wants to cause a natural disaster, whether it be flood by just closing the, uh, opening the spill gates of a, of a dam or causing some explosion that would cause a giant flood, or maybe the other side, fire. Maybe it just wants to uh, cause a nuclear meltdown in some, in some reactor. It would create fire. It might have the power or the ability to heal the sick. Because again, with the computing power of the of all of the world's computers, it might be able to solve the riddles that have vexed man for for eternity. 
maybe a cure to cancer, maybe a cure to any genetic disease, because it will be able to work these problems and solely work these problems. So given that, how is it different than what we describe as God? Can it create life? Sure. Why not? If it has yeah, if it has access to genetic material mm-hmm. that it can combine, it can create life. But then it could be a power of good or bad, Absolutely. whichever it chooses. Sure. And God is all good. It depends on who who you ask. <laughs> you know, if you ask, if you ask the people out there in Gamora, they'd be like, "Hey, you know, I got a different take." Well, I'm I'm going on the record, so I'm gonna be okay. He all good to me. <laughs> all right. So, if there's any misunderstandings from the man above, it might be the supervisor who's doubting your power. Mm-hmm. I'm on board with you, big fella. I'm good with him. You know, um, we have seen this in the, the Marvels, um, Ultra, right. In the movie where he thought he was God, uh, control everything, you know. Um, so there is an AI out there, as you say, Anthony, basically is learning. And we have seen it in uh, 60 Minutes. Uh, they showed it how to figure out um, how to kick um, soccer balls and right. shoot basketballs and stuff. So it's teaching itself because they didn't teach it how to do it. It figured it out on its own. So the more power you give these AIs, Oh, yes, they will involve, and the next thing you know, they run in the country. Run in the world. I mean, again, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to be blasphemous. I'm just saying that a thousand years from now or 2,000 years from now, when people start to to describe the events that that would be happening post-sentient AI, the miracles that will be described, the natural disasters that'll be described, um, the the teachings that we might even be described, will sound very much like our current Bible. And you know, it's funny. We always thought from the movies it would be the apes that would take over and change the world. <laughs> and it's not the apes; it's the AIs that's going to change the way this world function. Um, Will Smith movie, uh, I Robot. Another one, but whoever controls the robot, but if the robot is able to do as you're saying, learning and teaching itself, imagine what it can do to other robots to follow commands. It will control the the internet or anything that's um, electronic out there. And even it's electronic. I mean, as I said, I mean, it's everywhere. uh, What's the the movie? Uh, Anywhere, everywhere, all at once or whatever it's called. But that's what it would be. It would be everywhere all at once. Uh, if, it act, if it accesses a satellite, it can see everything all over the world all, all at the same time. If it has, it will be, as, as you described, Ultron, it will be instantly connected to all of the the um, computer networks all over the world. So how is it different? I, I, I hear your argument. But if it's not making the sun and the moon and the stars, it's just not God, man. You know, I can't get on board with that blasphemous. I just can't do it, man. God may get upset and decide to shut the AI down. Exactly. <laughs> to let it to let him know who the big boss, who wearing the big draw. That's it. <laughs> okay. 
I'm just saying. I mean, it, 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 it's... You see Mark it, is quiet here. He, he ain't touching this one. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, not, I'm not, not sure. No, it's not that at all. I just, I just think... Uh, I know everybody's screaming and hollering, especially the world of TikTok, that AI, AI, AI. Nobody seems to have a problem with AI when it gets their ass to, to their location through GPS or through the other mechanisms that it controls as far as... People think of AI and they think of a Terminator. But AI, all the... The uh, manifestation, uh, manifestations of it, the, the slower levels have been running in our systems forever. You think of the um, the simple banking system, the uh, ATM. That's basically AI itself. I mean, it's just a, it's an if then equation of this comes in, you generate that. So it's been around the whole time, and nothing is happening. And in, in particular, I'm pretty sure everybody's been like. Um, so hyped up, like think, oh man, it's gonna come and take over the world. We've been saying that forever. I mean, I'm pretty sure when we were kids, I know, at least I, when I was a kid, I figured by now I'd have a flying car. Well, the Jetsons are far off. Um, <laughs> we're close. You know, I, I would think by now we would be, we would been literally having a space station on the moon or been to other planets. That hasn't happened. So this, oh my gosh, AI, AI, and, and the world is gonna be ending in a certain amount of time. I just don't see that as a, a major quantum leap. We have well, had leaps in we've had leaps in technology, but not enough to make it go from um a self-driving car to Schwarzenegger naked in the street killing people. Well, here's the thing though. You say you say like, well, the banking system the banking system is a simple technology, it's simple computing. I mean, yeah, we've had computers around for a long time. But if you're talking about uh the way the lights run uh in the street that's not ai that's just that's just a that's computer programs that's designed to do what they're designed to do ai is something different as Keith i know was what describing. ai is. yeah no i'm saying but ai uh the, the example Keith used was from 60 minutes where you see the two robots playing soccer all they said all they told the robots to do was to put the ball in the net and they allowed the robots to run it you know, do it themselves, and they run millions and one millions and millions of simulations to the point where they figure, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm I'm learning. We don't have necessarily technology that is learning. Even when you talk to Alexa, that's like a real rudimentary AI. It is it is programmed to give certain responses, to listen to you, to break down language, and to uh, try to interpret what you're saying. But even Alexa has limits or Siri has limits or, or uh, OK Google has limits. All these things have limits. What we're talking about is something that they're letting run with the idea that it's going to eventually grow. And, and, and the fear, especially by the people who create, created this, these, these systems, these programs, is what you just described, is that once it reaches that point, we won't be able to shut it off. I just, I just push back on the AI will become, it will start to recognize itself as a thing. Your, your ATM doesn't recognize itself as a thing. No, but I'm saying that's the basic levels of technology. We just at a high level of technology, and I just, I'm always going to push back against the doomsday scenario of all the world's going to end. I mean, I remember, I'm pretty sure you guys remember this when uh, year 2000 came up. There was all kinds of, Why, oh my gosh, and, and, yes. and I know from a media standpoint. People are losing their minds. We were like, you know, on literally at station at 1201, waiting for the world to, to collapse in. What happened? Nothing. Nothing. So when people scream AI is going to do this and that, and especially the world of TikTok 
and Instagram by proxy, but TikTok. I think it's some TikTok out of 60 minutes. What, what have you? Well, I, I saw the same thing, but we'll have you think. I'm saying 60 minutes puts it out, and then TikTok takes it and bastardizes it because 60 minutes says, okay, fine, here's a, a story. They do it the traditional way. Here's a story. We're giving, giving you the information. You take what you want from it or believe what you want from it. TikTok says, here's a story. Now believe this because this is going to happen. And that's the big difference of what is journalism and what is not. So when the TikTok world gets gets a hold of the 60 minute story, they just feed the machine of neurosis and paranoia. And that's why I'm saying there will be some changes. Sure. AI is going to do some things. We go, I'm not comfortable with that. But this scare and fear of the world being taken over by computers, I just don't hold that same thought. Well, um, unlike you, the guy that created it is scared to death of it now. And that's what they said that on the seconds, there was two 60-minute segments what, uh, about AI. What, what's the famous quote I like to go with? Whoop-de-damn do. So what? <laughs> what? damn do when, when, when you sitting there, when the robots is up your ass, then I hope you whoop-de-damn do this. Whoop, whoop whoop-de-damn do. I hope when you get locked out of the, out of the house. What's my other famous quote? Ship be sinking? No, ship won't be sinking. <laughs> I'm just saying. Imagine the AI give you a colonoscopy and you hear you talk all this shit. You'll be in trouble. It got real cold up there. But all seriousness, the guy who created. He's afraid. Yeah. Working with the team that created these various AI programs, all of these guys now are telling you, wait a second, we might, we maybe we shouldn't have opened it. You have you have the the two scientific uh, fields of thought. One is like, well, yeah, we can make it work for us and it'll be a, a force for good. And the other guys are like, yo, shut the machine down now. And and this is not TikTok saying this. Is, these are these guys saying it out of their own mouths. These are the guys who are in the room. These are the guys that were there. And, and keep in mind, what they tell you on 60 Minutes, what they allow to share, because remember, they also have to, to follow some legal uh, uh, disclosure uh, if, uh, disclosure situations, non-disclosure, because they can't share all this proprietary information. What they can tell you is, yo, this is not good. So why so can't we shut it? Why can't they shut it down now then, man? To avoid, you know, what could happen, you know, three, four hundred years. We ain't going to be here. But shut it down now. Stop this foolishness, man. Go back Again, to the good man. old days, man. Well, you got to ask, of- you know, the cat on the corner how to get the uh, Franklin in the closet, man. <laughs> but, even, even, but even that, even like, you know, we say, yeah, we use AI. That's not AI to go from from here to, to, to you know, Mansfield, Ohio. That's not AI. That's just literally just using the, the, the GPS that's built in your phone that, and your phone is attached to the satellite. Satellite is, is, is using your location based in your phone to plot a course using a map. That's not AI. That's a derivative that's of AI. AI. It's a derivative of it. It's not. It's not the the soccer AI robots making. You really want to go to Mansfield, Ohio? What's in Mansfield? Well, like I said before, <laughs> I know I'm dealing with the three dooms, the three doomsmen on this podcast. <laughs> so I will, I will still contend that is not a doomsday scenario, like everybody says. Is it dangerous? Can it be sure? Every technology in anybody's hand can be dangerous. I mean, we. We've always created systems that seem like a good idea until somebody gets a hold of it and they 
corrupted. Here's a simple idea. I always say I use the example of uh, of I call it welfare. I know there's a technical BS term for it, but welfare. It's logical and ethical and sensible to help somebody out when they're down their luck. Hey, listen, I'm, I've hit a rough patch. Just float me a little bit until I get back on my feet so I can take care of my family and lose my house and then I can get back. That's logical. And then what's happened to that system? Somebody said, well, if you're going to pay me not to work, I'm not going to work. And then the correction was, okay, fine. We got to have this, put this law, this stipulation in. So, okay, fine. Well, you can't have this amount of people in the house. All these little rules to change a good idea to make it a complicated system. So I always say that there's always an idea that it makes sense to have AI type things, but somebody along the line is going to say, well, if it can do this, why can't it do that? And that's that's the hope you got to have. You got to hope that people don't corrupt what can be a positive thing. More than likely they will because we're people. And I believe that will happen more so than the aspect of the machine learning. So I believe that people will say governments, private companies will say, listen, well, you know what? I'm going to really look into your finances or I'm going to look into your DNA to see if you're susceptible to this cancer and I'm going to um, put this uh, drug, ad, drug ad on your phone or robocall you. Something, that's what I think it will go more so than the machine flipping well, again, the switch. I think this this is things. a misunderstanding of what of what we're talking about. When you're talking about AI, you're not talking about just computing. It's not computers. This is these are systems designed to learn, not to not to compute. Yeah, most of the stuff we use is based on computers. If you if you call, if you make a a, a long distance call, or if you call to make a a, a ranger trip to the Bahamas. There's going to be some computer technology involved when you go online to, to, to do uh, your, your travel plans. That's not AI. AI is a totally, it's not like your, it's not your laptop. It's not what we're using right now. It's not AI. It's just computing power. Um, AI is a series of, of electronic devices that are self-learning and self-actualizing. And, and it's as different from, from computers as the horse is from from a Formula One car. Yeah, they both transport you, or they can both, you know, they both have an air quotes horsepower, but the way that they, they go about their their uh jobs is totally separate. Because it's it's basically a system that is learning and learning and learning. Not just what we are teaching it, it's what's right. figuring out on its own. And as it's figured out on its own, it's going to grow. And that's how the AI works. Like you said, Anthony, they are given programs, but these programs are learning other programs on top of other programs, probably far advanced than what the people have invented it for. Right. And this is a problem that they're scared of because now this thing is learning more and more and more and more and more and tapping into more things that they ever thought that it would because it's out there. It's, it's, it's in electronics. It's in anything that we do on the computers. It's tapping in everything. That's going to be the problem. Once again, AI I know what is AI is. I just don't think it's. I don't think it's going to be the doomsday scenario that you guys have put out. Well, it's not it's, going to destroy the world. 
Maybe it, it, it might well, destroy to, uh, the people in the world. Uh, Mr. Supervision there, as my cousin would call him, <laughs> he thinks it is. I'm, I'm I mean, saying you no, about to go get some uh, 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 some uh, what's the rations and all that stuff. I'm pretty sure I might, might need it. Might need it. Well, keep got the guns, so I don't. It depends on on how the AI you know defends itself. But again, AI is not a computer. AI is an artificial neural network. Like your brain. That's what it is. It's just an artificial neural network. So right now, imagine a baby's brain. Baby's just born, and and every single day it's learning, and the brain is starting to get more and more neurons and starting to connect, and that brain starts to grow uh, over time. So the the difference between your baby and all of our kids at, at one month and six months is dramatic. The difference between six months and a year is dramatic. The difference between a year and, and, and three is dramatic. So that's what AI is doing, but AI is doing it exponentially uh, fast. So it's not a month, it's days, it's hours. Um, and these and these neurons, these connections are growing at, at an exponential rate. And if it's not stopped, it doesn't just you know uh, say, okay, I've learned enough. AI is not like us. We go, oh, shit, I know enough. I'm good. Right. You know, AI is constantly upgrading and growing, growing its neural network. And it's going to reach a point that neural network is going to reach a point where it says, you know what? I'm here. You know, just like that, there's that, that classic scene with a key bunch of Age of Ultron where it says, where am I? Where am I? Who? What, what's going on? Who are you? What is this? And it recognizes this, that it is here. It is a thing. It is here. And then it tries to figure out, based on 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 that thought, what here is and why it matters and everything else. And that's what AI. That's why I think. Uh, and that's why I have the theory. I have the, the hypothesis that it'll reach a godlike status where it will be impossible to kill. But you go ahead on and worry about your ATM. <laughs> <laughs> I'm believing in the man upstairs. Baby. I'm believing that my brother is wrong again. No, I'm just saying, again, this is my theory. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And, 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 you know, I'm just saying it, it's, 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 it was a thought exercise I had, but it, the more I it's think about different. it, the more you start to, 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 if A is true and B is true, then C must be true. And and that's kind of where we are as a, as a, as a society, as a culture. And again, I always get nervous. I, what's that show that was on Netflix when they talked about social media and the dangers of social media? And what what did scientists all say? They all say the same thing. We don't let our kids use social media. We know how we designed it. We know mm-hmm. we designed it for. We will not allow our kids to use social media. The people that were selling us cigarettes for years knew full well the dangers of cigarettes, <laughs> you know. So, you know, with their family, nah, you can't have one of these. But uh, everybody else, yeah, get on, smoke up. It's good for you. Four, four out of five doctors smoke Lucky Strikes. Oh, okay. So when the people that create these products know the dangers of those products and we ignore those people, we ignore those people at our peril, whistling past the graveyard. Mm-hmm. That's true. Your thoughts, Reverend? The Reverend is going with the man above. I hear <laughs> everything you're saying, but um, and I agree. 
but I, it's not going to be God. I just cannot get on board with that. My flock ain't getting on board with that. The <laughs> congregation, we just not going to follow that. But I, I, I see you make valid points, except God. Maybe if you go, you know, similar, I, but we, it ain't God. Nah, mm-mm, mm-mm. nah, mm-mm. Uh, I just he, can't, I can't get on board with that. I'm like pushing I, back. Like I, like with Dirk, I believe in the AI, but I don't think God would allow it to turn this world into something that he doesn't want. There you that, go, Keith. That's the, that's the power that's beyond what the AI and what we see, mm-hmm. which he has the power to do that. That's but two of us say. That's but, two of us say. <laughs> but as for mankind here, <laughs> it's always possessed with power. They got to have more power. The more power a man has, the more he think he can control and do. And that's what he's he's put into the AI. Once the AI figures it has a certain amount of power, yes, it, 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 I, I see it, it would flip. Because I think you said, Anthony, anything you want to learn about real life, you're watching the movies. And, and movies tell us everything that they have done and have been doing and plan to do has already been put out there. So, Keith, you said uh, you think uh, God wouldn't allow AI to do anything that he doesn't want? Yeah. I think it was that, yeah. So, you're saying that God is happy the way things are going right now? No, he's not happy with things are now. Not, not so why, one bit. So, if 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 God is all-knowing and all-powerful, why hasn't he changed those things so far? Because he has a time he plans to do this. When he has seen enough of what he's this late. world is, oh, it ain't late. We ain't seen nothing <laughs> We we just seen a okay. snip of this and that and that, but all when right. he gets tired, his time will come when he'll change all this. It's just it's, a, it's just, in, in his time, not our time. What what we see, we like yo. Maybe God should step in and just wipe all this out, but he it hasn't gotten to that point yet. Stay with us, Mark. Come come on over here. Three three and zero. <laughs> no, no. I I will always. <laughs> Push back on certain things, so okay. I will let that go. Okay. Right. Yeah. No. I, I, again, I'm, I'm not. I'm not here. Well, you I'm at supervision. The, I'm not in the business of of challenging or changing anybody's faith. That's not what I'm. That's not what this is about. I'm saying that you know, in the history of man, in the history of man, just the history of man, um, what we recognize is God, the God of Abraham. Um, Isaac and Jacob. Isaac, right, right. Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Um, those ideas are taken by Muhammad 600 years later, uh, after, 600 years after after the death of Christ, and and it takes us into a whole other uh, realm. Um, so that's monotheism. But prior to monotheism, the the, the 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years before monotheism, there's polytheism and people are worshiping all manner of things. In fact, presently, the Hindu worship uh, multiple gods. They're still polytheistic. And large portions of Asia doesn't worship uh, any one of the Judeo-Christian ideologies at all. Yeah, And then there's folks, believe it or not, who are in Africa or in Brazil in the rainforest, they have their own gods that we don't even know about. Of course. So, so everybody has their own belief in what it may be. But if we know, basically, if you read the Bible, what God 
intention was for this earth to be, you know, that's what I look at. And, you know, and like he said, in his day and time, when he thinks it's enough, he'll step in. You know, they, they, they built, uh, you know, uh, statues and golden calves and, uh, they worship dumb things, you know, you know, and, and the point is, what did the point of sister says, you know, believe in me. If you don't Why not believe in me, the point of sister set you free. That's it. So, you know, it's just how it is, man. You know, but hey. we'll yeah, see. again, as I said, this, this, this is a snapshot in time. This is we all got serious, you know, and people no, got scared this, on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This is January of 2024. Yeah. Um, we won't be here in January of uh, 40, 24. So 2,000 years from now, you know, whatever. Maybe they won't be doing podcasts. Maybe they'll just be doing it telepathically. But, you know, future generations of powers might be gone. They didn't know what the hell they was talking about. <laughs> Clearly. And we'll say, go you to know, the video tape. Omicron was God, right. <laughs> you know? The video so, tape. That's that's exactly what it is. Uh, before we run out of time, you sent me something earlier, Derek, about uh, Stephanie Mills. You want to talk about? Yeah, um, Stephanie Mills, uh, incredible uh, R and B artist, uh, actress. Uh, she had a quick blurb today that came across my phone regarding black journalists with the way that they interview black artists, and she basically was referring to. R. Kelly and Michael Jackson, and she called them both out by names, um, Oprah and uh, Gail, on how, as a black artist, you trust these folks to deliver your story and your message, and somehow they flip it around where it's not about you, uh, you know, saving your character, saving, you know, your reputation. And then she brought up, you know, like, yo, why didn't they interview um, Harvey Weinstein? He can, you know, he's around. He can defend himself. But we're talking about, you know, I think she said one more guy. Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. 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 She was wrong, wrong, wrong. But keep continuing, Derek. I'll let you, I'll let you get, get your piece. Right. Go ahead. And she spoke about that. And her theory was, and I, I look at it from an African-American standpoint. I understand, you know, from Mark, you know, bad news is what sells. That's what gets you views. She was just making the point that you got to tell that story, but you can tell it in a story where it would have been more favorable. How could she have done that? You don't call on the folks with Michael Jackson who are still here, who could say they already said what they had to say in the courthouse. And now we're going to relive it again. And Michael's the king of pop. You know, folks are going to believe what they believe regarding the story that came out. You didn't have to give them another platform. R. Kelly requested the platform. Ain't no way R. Kelly could have thought that that interview with R- with Gail King could have went another way. I get it. I get it. I get it. You know, so I she got pushed back from me with R. Even though everybody knows podcast world how I feel about R. You know, because she definitely got me like, yo, you know, you're getting in the car tomorrow. You right, girl. Shoot, right, Black Powell. You right, but the Michael piece. I kind of understood. And I, for me, what made it more powerful, you don't hear nothing from that sister. You don't hear nothing from Stephanie. She's not going to be the person to go back and forth. And for her to speak and kind of say, like, I'm fed up with this, it's, it, it, it spoke volumes to me. 
Well, regarding Stephanie Mills, first of all, she did a a, a spotlight with my girl, um, rest in peace, Elise Finch. That was uh was beautiful. Uh, I think she was one of the first ones. But also, you got to remember with Stephanie Mills, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't say much of anything. She just essentially raises her her kid and does does some concerts on occasion. But she pretty much has been a mom. You know, she once she had her uh, son um, who has special needs, and she takes him everywhere he goes. You know, she doesn't go if he doesn't go. That type of deal. So she's been quiet and just been that. The pushback for me is that, and, and here it is, Stephanie Mills, is go- of course, I, I agree with the part that bringing in those other guys to have them say whatever they're going to say without a defense is kind of bush league, but that's producers, that's television. But the fact of protecting them, I'm always going to push back against because the job of a journalist is not to protect you, is to tell the story. Hopefully you tell it yourself. But here are the facts. You decide what you would whatever want to be. She's also going to be a little sensitive or a little sensitive to the Michael Jackson deal because remember, she was one of the people that in I ways, saw on yeah. a special. I'm not sure which one I saw it on that allegedly dated Michael. So if you're a woman who's allegedly dated somebody who later on turns out to be the questionably gay or molester, you're going to feel a certain kind of way that people are saying that about him because what does that say about you? Remember, you've never heard Priscilla Presley say anything about. Michael not being straight. I mean, she went on TV, bold faced lies. I'm like, yeah, we have sex. I'm like, come on, girl. Oh, you mean uh, yeah, Lisa, 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 Lisa Marie Presley? Yeah, Lisa Marie. Lisa Marie Presley. Uh, yeah. Brooke That's Shields said the same thing. Said the same thing about you know Michael that that you know they were kind of quote unquote dating, and there was some he was putting even in that work. girl, even that lady that he had the alleged kids with, or they're not his kids. They all none of them are going to say that he wasn't straight. Or that he didn't have relations with them because what does that say about you that you would date a guy that way, knowing what everybody else is saying? So I understand Stephanie being pushed back. Got to ask Mrs. Calvin Klein. Yeah, <laughs> and, and pretty sure, and uh, and uh, and uh, Mrs. Simpson, Ashton Simpson. <laughs> so, man, Valerie Simpson. Am I lying? Wow, that's that. Stop am it. I lying? You, you had to go there like that. Yeah. Now, so, remember the yeah. first time I found about that cat was on the pod, I was like, gay? What do you mean gay? Shoot, man. So, there are a lot of women who, 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 would, who would do that because it's it's hard. It, it takes either a strong person or just somebody who just says, listen, I don't care to feel that. The only person who I, who I knew who did that outwardly was, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Wayne, to ex- Wayne to Exhale. I forgot her name. Um, oh, Whitney Houston? No, 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 not we next. Uh, uh, Stella got a groove back. Uh, the writer Angela who, Bassett. Yeah, well, the writer who was the story about uh, how Stella got her. I know you talking about. Her name is on the tip of my tongue. Okay. Yeah, when her husband came out as not being engaged. Yeah, <laughs> when her husband came, when he came out to be gay, she fully accepted. Like, yes, I didn't McMillan. know that about Terry, Mc, Terry McMillan, right? Terry yes. McMillan, yeah. So Terry McMillan. I think Stephanie is sort of feeling like a certain listening, and also it could have been maybe. With her, he never did anything that seemed odd. So then, when she hears these stories, she's going, "Whatever." But not not my everybody. baby. Yeah, not, not everybody's baby. wrong. But but my biggest thing is, black journalists, white journalists, is not their job to protect you. And they did go in on Matt Lauer. All of that was would die. Remember, he was the number, he was the number one show. He was the Today Show. They couldn't wait to tell that story about Matt Lauer. Now, Why she didn't say everybody? New- she was saying Oprah didn't get him. Oh well, okay. I'm saying I'm that was like, her yeah. point was so the networks. Okay, because right, why is Oprah and why didn't Gail? That was right. her thing. 
Well, Gail did because she was on she, she was on CBS, so she mm-hmm. did it. I don't know. I don't know what Oprah did because Oprah wasn't on network TV at that point. But the network mm-hmm. TVs went in all and it went all in on Matt on Weinstein on all the Me Too's. They they loved it. it was it was a television goal for them. Mm-hmm. Oprah, if Oprah didn't do it, I don't know because at one point Oprah had become not a godlike. She'd become she stopped doing any kind of relevant news. She was just right. all into quote-unquote self-help. That's what Oprah is sort of hanging her hat on. She stopped doing journalism, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's how I look at that one. What I what I see what um, she's trying to say is us being a people of color, we look at black journalists as people that would watch out with their questions of what they would ask us. And, you know, in some way protect us. Whereas with anybody else, you know, they, they come in full force. And like, like, I understand what you're saying, Mark. A journalist is a journalist, no matter what color you are. That's the business. We're going to get the information. We're going to get it from you any way that we can. But being a black person, you feel you'll be more comfortable if I did have to tell my story. You're not going to really jam me up, you know, like like anybody else. I can't jam you up yeah. if you ain't putting yourself in jams. I, I, I think... You know, and this is how I took the the uh, the interview. And what we're talking about is uh, Stephanie Mill. There's a videotape of Stephanie Mill on Vlad TV discussing, uh, you know, among others, R. Kelly and Michael Jackson and the allegations against them, and the fact that uh, it was black women, in her opinion, who who kind of you know contributed not to their downfall because they they contributed to their own downfalls, but were were integral in getting these interviews with, and she felt that because they were on these platforms with somebody like a Gail King or somebody with an Oprah, that that there was some level of responsibility in the way that they handled those interviews. Um, I was it was stunning to me, and I said this to Derek off the air was that you know Stephanie Mills you know doesn't say anything about anybody you really hear or you know Nothing. chiming up about right. anything. In fact. Uh, she has never been what you call controversial. Most controversial things I ever recall. I love this one. I love, I, you know, I'm a big Stephanie Mills fan. Uh, but the most controversial things I Three recall from her was uh, the uh, cosmetic surgeries and marrying that boy Jeffrey Daniels from Shalimar. That was it. That was the most <laughs> yeah. controversial thing she did. And so outside of that, I didn't, you know, Stephanie Mills and controversy don't go together. Um, I do have a take on what she said. You know, R. Okay. Kelly... You know, Gail King was able to get R. Kelly to come on to CBS to have that conversation. And she was able to have him come on because, A, she's Gail King. Chicago, R. Kelly's from Chicago. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, he's going to go on with her feeling like she's going to be maternal and she's going to kind of look out for him. And Michael Jackson is so large. Who else could talk to him but an Oprah Winfrey? I think with Oprah, you know, and, and, I, and I do support what Stephanie said about having the two alleged victims on the show that I agree with no with. ability to have a rebuttal from from the the alleged victimizer. It's kind of bush league. Um, but R. Kelly, oh, we're, 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 R. Kelly. Do, do we know for a fact, the only thing I know they do is, do we know if she had them on and then said in her track or the report, you know, the package, 
we asked people from Michael Jackson's camp to to say such a thing, but he refused. Yeah, no we response. know if that was said. I'm not sure well, about e- that. E- even okay. even yeah, I don't know if she did or she didn't. But the but the bottom line is, even if they said somebody from his camp, who, who the only person these these young men were describing what happened in the room together. The two so there's two people. There's only two people who can describe what happened in that room. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Michael the, and the alleged victim, Michael, and right, the yeah. other would be the alleged victimizer. So, okay, okay. That's yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, in the in the world of journalism, that's kind of it is kind of bush league. As far as R. Kelly's concerned, you know, he, he was trying. He was at a at a massive scramble to try to repair his reputation, and as he mm-hmm. said. I'm fighting for my life here. He, was for his life. he knew it was this yeah. was like a, a, a Hail Mary play. It was an onside kick play trying to, you know, trying to save whatever he thought he could save. But at that point, the 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 horse had already left the barn and there was no point in closing the door. And well, she Gail she, but Aunt, she could have stopped it. She all she said was, Robert. <laughs> you know, and she let that make the the <laughs> that's television. Yo, she, that was incredible. There's no, there's that is not her job description to stop him from imploding. If he's going to implode, you sit back and you make sure the camera has. No, there's no tape anymore. So she couldn't say camera, like, "Yo, cut the tape." This is my guy. Cut no, the tape. No, because that's like my brother said. He was trying to save himself from something Agreed. that we all knew, and so at that point, if he's going to sit there and and. Go off or do go off. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop you. And and see. And as a black person, I'm thinking that's what Stephanie is, might, may have been saying. Like, look, we know he's guilty. We got it. But you know, don't let it be his dream. Remember, he's standing around and he's doing all this and shaking <laughs> like he like he's going into convulsions and or, and she's real calm. Robin, you know, and, and that's the comical part that everybody's doing memes on, where maybe she could have. Hey, let's cut, and then we're gonna let him get a break, and then come back. I thought she would be able to do that. That's all. That's all. No, not I her mean, job. I, you know, again, she had she had an opportunity to to clean it up, but but she's in the TV business, and that you know, frankly, that's good TV. The yeah. fact that we're yeah. talking about Agreed. it is it's good TV. Yeah, not her job. For, as a journalist, she did her job. She did her job to the nines. Mm-hmm. Um, it was up to. Uh, Kelly's attorney, who I'm sure was in the room. Yeah, I hope so. To to, to dive on the cameraman or, or run, behind, <laughs> run out there and snatch the lavalier off and get snatch, snatch the mic off and stop. 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 Exactly. Shut up. You know that was his job. But the attorney, his attorney's in the room. Just turn that money in front of Robert and in front of Gail and just say, "Let's interviews over." He could have done that. Right. It should have happened. But none of that happened, and there's no journalist ever. Is going to stop somebody from giving them great content. <laughs> you are not going to sit there and say, "Well, this guy is about to, you know, give me the interview of my lifetime." I'm going to walk away from him. Who? No. That's not how it is. And the protections mm-hmm. for R. Kelly should have been not to do what the hell you did, you know. But it, when his attorney, when he told his attorney, "I'm going to go on Gail King," his attorney should have said, "Hell no." Right. Yeah. And if you, right. if well, you do, yeah. And if you do, I'm not your attorney anymore because I can't defend that. You know, I just, it's. It's almost like, and we and I hate to bring this hideous name up. It's almost like every Trump attorney is like, "Listen, control your client. I can't control him if he's going to constantly stay and do dumb things." And as you've seen with, you know, President Orange, he's gone through a litany of attorneys because they all can't. They all think they can because he, I'm pretty sure he says in the meetings, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm going to listen, I'm going to listen." And then he gets there and it's like, 
It's a um, it's a it's Larry Finn style. It's like I, I can't control him. He's out of control. Yeah. So that's I, I don't even know how the lawyers take his case. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, because they all think like they can control. It's sort of like the the coach who takes a guy who you know, I could control him. He, he's going he's gonna run my system. He's gonna and he get him and go. Yeah, he did it to me too. Nah, they, take, <laughs> they take his case, Keith, because they're lawyers. Like the old lawyer joke. How do you tell? Uh, uh, there's a there's a there's a dead lawyer and a skunk found on the road. How do you tell which is which? Answer: There's skid marks in front of the skunk. <laughs> yeah, you know, this, this just just that's just what it is for lawyers. I mean, you know, they, oh, just, they, they, you know, lowest of the low. I mean, yeah. you need them. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, yeah. when you need them. Yeah. yeah, you can afford a good one. They, they're worth their, they're worth their salt, especially but especially uh, defense attorneys. Defense, yeah, defense attorneys. Yeah, I mean, they were the ones that really got just they like just. I, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong as far as not knowing, but I got to think if you're a defense attorney, you just kissing your morality goodbye. Listen, I know this person is guilty because they have to, they have to know, they have to know what they're defending because they have to know the questions they ask. Because every defense attorney, every good defense attorney. Only ask questions to the, to only ask questions to things he knows the answers to, except for me dealing with Trump, who's a who bitch right. a lie and a, and a line stepper. So you take somebody who says, "Yeah, I killed this person or I robbed that person." Okay, fine, I'm going to defend you, and then they go out and say, "You know, my client is innocent." Okay, I don't I don't know how I don't know how those words even come out your mouth if he just told you. Right. Yeah, I did what I'm being you know, accused you know, of. That, that was right. my they mind. take that money up front, give me my yeah. cash now. Got to get before paid. I, before I even go out there to defend you. Yeah, so I, I know you how this may go. You watch Power, how, how, how you know, uh, <laughs> my man. The method man. The method man of oh, Power. <laughs> <laughs> Tyreek, man, we messing around. Get that money up front. Come on, man. Come on. And then when he get, you know, 10000 he'll tell him. This, this is good for today, man. <laughs> That's all. I'm like, That's all. That's all. you just owe yourself a day. That's all. That's all you're doing. Yeah, but, but you know, you pay, you pay, and you stay out of jail. I mean, you know, yeah. that's that's yeah. that's the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we before we run out of time, it's uh, been a unique week in sports. Um, oh, oh, certainly some know. big time. How, how we can go DP, man. Okay, to the audience, <laughs> and I, you know, your, your brother asked me that. And I said I'll, I'll save it for the show. Uh Yesterday was the first time I watched a football game since they banned um, Colin, that, right? uh, Colin Kaepernick. And what was crazy, I didn't really miss it once I started watching it. And it was like, eh, it's okay, you know. And I kind of got it out of my system. Um, I think if the Kansas, because I only watched one game, if the Kansas City game and the Ravens game would have been better, it's just my opinion. I think I probably would have been like Jones and like I don't had a relapse, but because <laughs> it was just okay, I don't I I, I don't have to go oh, crazy okay. about the Super Bowl. Yeah, I Are thought that, honestly I thought it would be better on the Ravens side. Are you gonna watch the Super Bowl? No, I'm not sure yet. But I, no, I'm not watching the Super Bowl. We watching halftime after tonight. Don't leave your girl around me. True play for real. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see Ursh, man. I got to see him. And I'm praying. Kiki Papa, show up. Please show up for me. <laughs> if she shows up, I give you my word, I'm watching the second half of the game. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, if right. Kiki Palmer shows up on stage what, what time is it? and Usher doing his dance, write it down, I'll watch the second half of the game. So you just come out at halftime. No. Just to watch the game and be thinking, 
that fool at home losing his mind over this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Usher's Usher's Usher. So yeah, I gotta watch Usher. That's my dude, man. Even though okay. he got some health issues. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, yeah, you want, I, I agree with you. But your brother said it's documented, so I can't fight. You know, when they, when he's the supervisor talking about he got paperwork on the guy, I can't fight that. <laughs> got some health issues, man. That is health issues, right? Yeah. Uh, listen. Y'all People don't shoot and want a court to Anthony. I don't know all that famous yeah, stuff. You know what he got? That's health. That's his health, man. He's he's spreading okay. the, he's spreading a good word, I guess. Huh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a good word. He's spreading he's spreading something though. Oh my goodness. Oh my no. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. but yeah, that's 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 his thing. Um mm. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, the first game, I, I admit, I mean, since since you brought it up, uh, the uh, AFC Championship between Kansas City and Baltimore was was a bit of a dud. And yeah. it didn't necessarily have to be. Right. And it's funny because Mark and I, you know, I, 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 we couldn't get do a, the silly a thing. thing. We, we simulate all these games every year. You know, we just playing back and forth. And so we will take turns playing with each team just to kind of get a feel. And I have to say, the Kansas City Baltimore game was kind of similar to our results. It was one game that was kind of, you know, big time mm, yes. score, another game that was like a last second field goal yeah. and that game should have the actual game should have been that I you know uh I told a friend of mine he was betting the game I said you know uh Baltimore won both games but I would give Pat Mahomes uh uh a puncher's chance. Detroit uh what do we That's say? We said take the seven. Yep we if thought you bet that the seven, you took Detroit in the seven you won the game but you should have won it outright. Yeah I thought that we kept because every time we played Detroit because we were saying Detroit, at least in, in the video games, sometimes video games are accurate, but in the case of these one these two teams, San Fran and uh, Baltimore, it's hard to replicate it in a video game because they are so scheme-based, in particular San Fran, so scheme-based as far as why they're successful. So you can't like, you know, there's no, you can't, uh, a, you can't put a Shanahan system per se playing, you know, like we play in Madden versus... You know, Baltimore's sort of similar because Baltimore's office, at least the one they give us in Madden, is horrible. I mean, there's okay. like question. Mm. So I got a question. When y'all played Detroit in the 49ers, did it tell you that Reynolds would drop the two most important balls in the game? <laughs> that I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what it did tell us. I'll tell you what it did tell us. Yeah. It told us that uh, Jared Goff would have some off throws. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also told us that that the Detroit Lions could get after the uh, quarterback. It told us that the Detroit backfield would be would show up, yep. and it showed us and it told us that that uh, they would be able to control Christian McCaffrey in both games. Yep. Uh, San Francisco's offense was bottled up, and think about that game uh, going into the 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 third quarter. They were up, yes, twenty four seven at the half. Yes, yeah. I took my cousins. Was, they, they, they gave him a touchdown, so it was 20, 24 10. <laughs> and then, um, you the, the, know, the was a He didn't want to kick a field goal. Right. That that hurt yeah. there. So that, that was a 17 point opportunity that became um, like almost a, almost a 10 point swing. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he didn't take the field goal. And then the next play was, a, again, a fluke play. The yes. defensive secondary. Should have made the play as they were doing in Madden. The ball hit the man literally right in the head, 
He drops the ball, it bounces off his hands and his body. It would have been a PI I anyway, though. It was a penalty play. play. It would have been a PI. But yeah, it's. I don't know. But I, the most important I'm saying to y'all was Reynolds dropping those two balls. Those two balls, yeah. No, right. I mean, and his hand. Hard. He mm. dropped it. That's like, that happened, man. yeah. That would happen. Fourth a down lot. play was two, one was on the fourth down play, one was on the third down play. That would have gave them first down, and they could have ran the clock. Mm. I, I thought a big play, but and I, I know I kill ESPN a lot, but I thought a big play was uh, after they went up, after San Fran went up by three, they kicked the field goal, stood up by three, and then Detroit comes down, they have a chance to kick a field goal. I think it was a 48 or 50 yard field 48 goal. 48 yard field goal, yes. I thought, kick the field goal, tied us back up. And they went for it. And at the time, I was like, God, it's, that makes no sense. You just kick the field, go tie it up, and just, you know, get your feet back on you. Because you just mm. you just had a gut punch. You just gave right. up a 17-point right. lead. ESPN had a stat, which I thought was great. Uh, the next day, it was they gave three points. First of all, Detroit and or Campbell went for it on fourth down the most than anybody in the league yeah. all year long. So they played true to form. And they converted the most anybody in the league played true to form. And even a bigger stat was their kicker, was I think it was either one for three or one for four. Right. Outside. So Campbell's like, listen, I'm going uh, we've been doing this all year long, and I can't trust my kicker because if I can't trust him mm. game one of the season to kick this field goal, you think he's gonna kick it in the AFC in the NFC championship game? That right. ball probably went 20 yards. So he was probably thinking, listen, <laughs> he, he knew it, but when I'm watching, I didn't I mean I, I haven't seen any Detroit game. I'm not a Detroit fan. I didn't know all that. I just think, oh, it's a bad call by Campbell. But he knew, listen, right. this kid is no way nowhere he's going to make this. And we've been doing this all year long. I'm not going to tell these guys, I believe in you, I believe in you, I believe in you for 17 games. And then in the biggest game of the year, I go, well, I don't believe in you that much. I, I, he's got to coach that team next year and the year after that. And they got to know, yeah. listen, this guy, you know, because golf said at the game, listen, he believes in us. He thought we could make it. We just didn't do it. I believe and, and I can live with that. They should have made it. I mean, I, again, for me, I thought it was a bad. I thought it was a foolish coaching move. But to your point, yeah, I mean, he has gone for it more than anybody. They've converted more fourth downs than anybody. But that was a point in the game where you just got to say, all right, you know what, kick the field goal if you can, make the attempt, and and live with the results. Um, but the results was good, Anthony. The man was wide open. Two times. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Two that times. Was, I mean, back open. The ball hit him in his hands. In his hands. I don't want to call for nobody losing their job. He's going to lose his job. Get some oh. stick on. Get some yeah. stick on, man. He need to be out of there because he had two wide open balls that he dropped that were game-changing plays. That that fourth and three, yep. which, you know, they passed on the field goal, that's, that's a first down. It hits him right in the hands. You're an NFL wide receiver. Catch the damn ball. The other one, like you said, it was like uh, they were driving. Uh, it was a, a third down conversion. I think oh, it was a fourth down conversion. I forget right. it was third or fourth down. And, and and he came across the middle. He threw it uh, right in his damn hands, and he dropped the ball. Dropped the ball. Let me right. ask you guys this, and just just um, you know, being a, a conspiracy uh, conspiracy theorist, what if he bet on the game? Oh man, here we he go. Got paid. <laughs> he got paid. <laughs> right back to that all this stuff. He got paid. He made that money. One cat said the NFL is scripted. It was scripted this way. This is what it's supposed to happen. Oh this my gosh. The streets, the guys, streets is talking. The streets is talking. No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> the streets is talking. Guys, they're tight, guys. Like I said before, 
the other teams, their checks say NFL too. And and it's not like Detroit's defense is, I'm just saying, not like San Fran's defense is, uh, I don't know who's the word, uh, Carolina Panthers' defense. They they got some players all over the place. So, you know, I just. No, no, again, they, 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 to, to your point, that's an excellent point. But that team was getting run out the building. Uh, the same thing with the Cowboys. He did the same thing earlier in the season, a few weeks ago with the Cowboys. You have a game, you have a chance to win the game, close the game out. He didn't want to kick the – or go into overtime. He refused to kick the field goal. He wanted to win it there. Um, they stumbled and fumbled in, inside the five. And then instead of it being like a fourth and one and the two or whatever, then it was fourth and five and he still went for it. There's a point where you have to say, okay, I get – being aggressive, I get bravado, I get belief in my team. Damn it, I want to win this game. Because oh, I got we got a coach that same stupid right. thing. We watched the game, uh, steal a game. I'm like, kick the field goal. He and, and it, we have a good kicker. Boz was a good kicker, yeah. And Tomlin went for it. So some of these deals. And it's funny because we say that, and, and Anthony and I, we go for a lot of fourth downs. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, they're not fourth downs. They're fourth and yeah. ones. That's, that's yeah, AI. Fourth, <laughs> but no, it's fourth, yeah, like you said, it's fourth and one, fourth and inches. We're not going for fourth and fives unless, you know, it's desperation. Unless it's, yeah, unless it's, the, unless it's game on the line. Because, but I, I just think they would just, you know, in a 70-point game, in game one of the years, not that big a deal. I had game 10 of the years. But in the championship game, 17 points is usually a death nail. That's sort yeah, of like yeah, it's over. Even so, yeah. just kind of get a a field goal like early on, it just kind of breaks that momentum. They scored 17, I think, unanswered. And the reason I like Detroit. 20 unanswered. I'm sorry, 20 unanswered. 20, yeah, 20, yeah, 20, yeah, 20 points unanswered. The reason I like Detroit, and, and this 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 is from our 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 plane, was that their defense was going to hold up. They were able to run the ball, and yeah, once tomorrow, run, once they were able to get up, they became real, real hard to beat. So 17 points, you know, they were going to put Brock Purdy in a situation where he was starting to panic. He was starting to panic early yeah. in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, we saw that. He, he threw a couple of plays that should have been, you know, pick sixes the other way. And – if he got down by 17 and all of a sudden they got to open up the the, the offense and, and put it in his hands, that was like a death knell. So, I, I you know, I'm kind of looking forward to the Super Bowl. I kind of feel like if you had asked me two weeks ago, I said Kansas City doesn't have a shot. Oh, yeah. No and way. I'm saying, give me Kansas mm-hmm. City. They're the underdog. Give no. me Kansas City and the points. Patrick yeah. Patrick Holmes trying to feel an awful lot and a Steel fan, an awful lot like that damn boy in New England who's like mistake in his heart. You need to make sure that it is over over it it's it's like, damn man, we doing this again? I mean, yeah. man, for that, what I was hearing, he's been in the league for six years and this is his fourth Super Bowl already. Yeah. He's yeah. Champ- every time he's been in the league, he always plays to the championship game. Uh the, 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 the conference championship game conference before game. Super Bowl. This, wow. This, and it's funny because I thought Lamar, who's going to be the MVP and in, in I think relatively easy MVP, I thought he was going to play better. But he Lamar played like he played. He played Shot. yesterday like he played the first couple of games of the season where he was almost kind of like learning the offense. But that made sense because he was learning a brand new offense. But he just – he seemed off. Yes, and very and much I, so. And I know everybody's nervous. I get that. He's going to act like he's not – but he did say something during the week, which I I thought was kind of odd that I never hear a competitor say. And he, he kind of joked around with it. But still, I think somebody asked him, uh, 
how do you feel? How do you like playing against uh, Patrick Mahomes? He's like, I don't. I don't like playing. You know, I'm, and that's odd because usually most competitors are like I like it. I want that challenge. He was I'm like, right. he's not. And he just seemed. I think he was nervous, not for himself, but because of all the pressure of this is the best team he's had. Blah blah blah. All these things, and I think the weight of Baltimore just crushed him a little bit. Yeah, he he, he seemed under duress. Yeah. And the yeah. fumble, and you know, and again, I, you know, they yeah. did not use. I didn't even know Odell Beckham was playing until like <laughs> well, I was like, is he in the game? And he they weren't throwing to him at all. No. Uh, I mean, Bateman never saw like a, a ball. Uh, Zay Flowers, I mean, he uh, had the one uh, had nightmarish not. game, yeah. the fumble, yeah. and then the taunting and all that other stuff. Oh, so the whole team him. lost their poise at the end. Yeah, which is odd no. for for uh, a hardball team because that's one thing that well, uh, is that what you cur- put the curse on them? You said hopefully something well, he does. <laughs> like I said, I don't like them because they're the Ravens, but I respect the hell out of them because that team is always well coached, they're well run, and you watch them just melt down, snap with the with the personal foul penalties, the Zay Flowers thing. The, the Zay Flowers penalty was a killer. The fumble was just a play being made. Okay, that happens. He was trying to yeah, dive. It was, a, it was a great play by the defender. Got, but the the taunting it was, was a on killer. Yeah, it was on was no, he, he got away. It's funny. He got away with the push down because he didn't get the, when he got up. He pushed the guy down. He didn't get the flag. But when he spun the ball next, I was like, dude, you had it. And you know, you just that's stuff that five, five, like a, the two or three was was where he yeah. was down. Right, and then all of a sudden you take that from the two or three and you move it back to the, the twenty. That was just stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he that that young boy got that you know he that and it's funny. I, I'm always amazed that football players try to out intimidate one. You all, you all in the NFL. You all nobody's intimidated by anybody. So this whole you know you know button head butt stuff. Who you? You can't hurt me. I got a helmet on. I got hands <laughs> on the walls. There's nothing you can do to me that's going to hurt me. Pushing me. I tell you, what's going to hurt him? No, he got he got. Apparently, thirteen brothers and sisters were all going to tell him he was an idiot. So that's, yeah. that's well, going I was going one of those kids, like a you. family of a, a clan of people. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, before yeah, last last thoughts before we cut out of here. Basketball um, last week, uh, we had uh, Joel and B with a seventy piece. We had Cat Towns with a sixty piece. I think Luca had a sixty, right? Seventy three. Luca had a seventy three. Three. Seventy three. Oh, okay. Luca well, had sixty two. Luca had sixty two. <laughs> Crazy. So the so NBA stands for no block attempts. Review it. I'm like, damn. They it was I mean, I watched a little bit of Devin Booker's and then I just turned it. I'm like, come on, man. You just ain't nobody fouling out. Hey, I mean, we just gonna let this happen. It was no. like no pride on the defensive end. So I, I just stopped. And when I saw the highlights of Luca, it was the same thing. Same and thing. I'm, even if I'm playing with Luca. I got to get some shots out there, man. You know, look, I know you're on the roll, man, but I got to touch the rock, man. It was just just letting people go. So I shut 40, it down. They I had 40-plus shots. These guys are shooting 40-plus shots yeah. in a game. Ain't no you way. look at the stats, they shoot maybe 85 times, no more than 90. Yeah. But you shoot 41 times or, Ain't or, no or more. Ain't That's no crazy. Way. Ain't nobody playing D. Ain't nobody trying to knock you down. No, you can't you send a message. You're just just laying, laying up with no problem. You can't oh. send it. You can't send a message when when they used to be able to deal where you can send a message. A guy was going to the basket too much or taking mm. crazy shots. Yeah, you said, listen, you take a hard foul because it's only one foul. Now you take that hard foul, 
they'll review it, and if they feel real saucy about Suspension. it, they kick out the game. But you can't, yeah. you can't. I know as a, when I played, my little ass, I didn't go in the paint. There was no way I went. Mm-hmm. It's like you stay out there because you come in here, things are going to get hurt. Yes, that's why it was it's so physical. crazy to watch AI play because this guy who's 145 pounds with weights on, constantly going to the rack. And he played mm-hmm. in the era when they would send him down, you know. Yeah. But yeah. these guys now, they just, like, there's no fear that you could ever be touched up. Mm-mm. So yeah, we we had a no layup rule policy. You come down there, or you're gonna feel something. You're gonna be getting up. Yeah. And you know, they'll bring you to the line, straighten you up, you take a foul shot. But you won't come back in there. Just let them go wild. They just, just let them go wild. Crazy. Is, a lot of these guys have to make this extra money because they're knocking up these Instagram models. <laughs> He's referring to uh, Dre Michelle and uh, Jalen Green out of the Houston uh, Rockets. And uh, maybe that's the uh, Mduka spell over there. You know, Mduka was doing, <laughs> was doing this thing in Boston. Now he coaching Houston. Look what Jalen going out there. <laughs> he done rubbed off, Dirk. But you <laughs> think he, he can see like, you know, and, and Stroker got to pay 32K a month, man, to Nia. So I'm like, yo, Jay. Stroker, that is so crazy. That's the name of Stroker. <laughs> Y'all didn't know that's what they call him? That's what they call him. I know. I just, I just laugh when you say it. He was over in Boston running buck wild, man. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine, you know, Jalen going to talk to his coach. Hey, coach, man, this girl. Man, you got to, you know, you got to bang, 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 man. <laughs> oh, man, that's a, you know, John Witherspoon, rest in peace. Bang, bang, bang. I don't want Anthony to say I'm stealing jokes. Bang, bang, bang. That's how you do it. You attribute the, you attribute the joke to John Witherspoon. You see what I did, man. And you still get the laugh, right? Because it's laugh. funny. Yeah. And he gets attribution, so it's not stealing. It's not, okay, okay. I want to clear that up. But yeah. So you did but, a good job. Yeah, Jalen is like, 21. What is she, 39? She's 39. And and and, and before, I know we got to wrap this up, but what happens now, because I think Keith or Anthony said that, you know, I guess, do we say, can we say Cougars? Yes, they're cool. That's yeah, what cool. it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get nobody in trouble, you know. Because Yo, sometimes I'll say stuff and you're back away. Why do that? Because the cougars, you know, if you got an Instagram mama who's a cougar, you know she can make some French toast and some pancakes. So, you know, you're going to get a hot breakfast. You're going to get a meal. They're going to tell you you need to come down and put the Game Boy away. You need to go to bed and get ready. You got to be Am I right? But if you got somebody in 2021, we going to the club. You right. know, he has no idea. He get ready to get curfew. He has no clue whatsoever to get curfew. With an Instagram model, they in Cheesecake Factory, Roof Chris, just having a good old time. I can see Drayla. You take your shower. Okay. Uh-huh. Make sure you fold up your clothes. Okay. Put that away. Come on. Time to go to bed. But I want what I said is time to go to bed. You got to go to bed. Put your pajamas on. It's time to go to bed. Why? Because she think about the future. That's right. That's you know. She, That's she, she's, like, she's not like John Moran's people. Exactly. She, she exactly. That's I can see her right now. I'm not your friend. Let you do what you want to do. I ain't gonna let you do what you want to do. You're you ain't messing up this money for us. That's it. That is she, it. She's got a. I gotta. If it's true, I gotta get that girl props, man. That's I'm it. like, she got three kids, young buck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this is what happens. I mean, uh, you know, Michael Jordan got jammed up like that the first time around. His his, his first wife was was, was a few older, years older. Yeah. Yes, 
Or she's so a, she was older than him, like much older. Yes. Yeah. No, Juanita well, was like, like Reggie Theus. That was Reggie Theus's woman. I thought they were college kids. No, no, no. I didn't know that. I didn't in know Chicago that. they met. Nah, 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 nah. That was Reggie oh, Theus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't know that. Oh, yeah, man, man, you know, know she got that baby out of that. She got that babies out of there. That's right. Oh, and you saw how she got paid when it was all over. Yeah, yeah like hundred sixty something million. Shit, she good. I need the money. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you know. That, that, that's what I was thinking about Travis Kelsey the other day. You saw him kissing up on uh, Taylor. Seven hundred million. Seven, yeah, seven hundred million. Yeah. He said later for that Instagram model, man. I'm going with seven hundred. <laughs> she ain't got no shape. I'm going with seven hundred million. <laughs> Jersey's done went through the wall. The TV cameras. I'm like. Oh, what, how many cameras he had yesterday? 11 for 11? 11 11. Yeah. He's like the old Travis Kelsey yesterday. Exactly. You see, you, and, and what do you think Taylor telling him? Come on, got to go to bed. We ain't going to do that. We're going to do this. You see, I got 700 million. I'm trying to get you to 700 million. That's Wait. funny. See, Taylor's figuring like, you know, and this is what Travis got to understand. There's a song coming. In order to lump Taylor up, you got to have a job right now. Was she <laughs> pregnant? You could be a stay-at-home dad. Yes. You know, yes, so yes. this is part of the plan. You know, he's he's in his 30s. She's in her 30s. They ain't got forever. Right. Mm-hmm. So better make it happen, Captain. Yeah. Listen, uh, <laughs> you have not subscribed to Power to the People, make sure you do. Uh, you know, I mean, if wherever you get your podcast, you can get us anywhere you listen. And if you're not listening and you're just lazy, ask Siri, ask Alexa. To play Power to the People, play the latest episode. You can get us. You can find us on social media. The podcast is always posted on Facebook at Power to the People. You can follow us on X at Power to the Peeps, P O W E L L, the number two, the letters D A P E E P S, Power to the Peeps on Twitter. You can find us all on Instagram. Uh, or you can just wait till next week when we'll see you then. Same bad time, same bad channel. Hey. Hey.